in the realm of the spirit, you see what is on your shirt. The Lord said me, your name is what is on your shirt. Hallelujah! What is your name? Rose. What do you have on your shirt? Hallelujah! Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know why. Where is my mama Ghana power? I saw fire jumping from her and coming to you. And I'm trying to understand why. When I looked at you, I saw her. When I saw her, I saw you. Are you a nurse? You're in the medical field. Yeah. Go to her, put the mic on her. I'm a nurse. Were you married before? Divorce. Okay, go to my mama Ghana. I'm divorced. I saw somebody else with a name like Campbell. Campbell. As I was walking in the realms of the spirit, God says that he's about to bless the Campbell family. Prophesy. I saw somebody in the Bible called Anna, but God said no, Anne. Tracy Anne. Ah. Prophesy. I saw God taking words and ran with it to the ends of the world. What does he do? Who is like Ogaga, Ogaga? Do you know somebody called Kenny? Kenny, that's me. Yeah. Kenny it? Ogba Ogaga. Kenny Ogba Ogaga. Professor. Who has a name that starts with like an M? Just said Maria. Maria. <laughs> because I was looking at you there, I'm seeing an M on your forehead. I saw God putting a garment on somebody called Jonathan. My first name. Professor. Professor. In 2013, you are not supposed to be here. You had surgery, major surgery. I looked at you and I saw an x-ray. I saw your body beyond the flesh. And the Lord told me that we need to pray for his lungs. I'm sick right now. Where? In the, in the lungs. You've seen me before. I've never seen you before. How yeah. can I know these things? I know one thing about you, you are real. <laughs> Clariosto in prodovida shalakate le mande. Provein den kishta agosta alova kalamande le pronde ligista. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. That the Lord will touch you wherever you are. I pray that the Sulam anointing shall come upon you as you listen to this prayer. I pray that your spiritual ears and your spiritual eyes and your spiritual understanding shall be unlocked this day. I pray that the mysteries of Jehovah God shall be released unto you. I pray that you may know his power, that you may know his love, that you may know his might in your life this day. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. May what was impossible become possible now. Lande le kishta avuka la bronde le kishta vara kia sei. Mevra tufta ika la vande le bronde dia. La clariosto fradeike le kishta avuka talamande. Laisti constelesta in glory fantelino. Mevretita atuva kashuka pravedia amande. 
Langa tita labra de liga oka pavake tila mandele pronde vikate. Zila kusha mevrafia azufeke. Kinkarabasonte lekeya azuke prade kista amandele gosta. Pravakushte ikarabakante le teleba sovare. Makusha arade dia azaka talabante. Monde le kashte iza azuva. Meria azuka dalamande karabatoshte. Kapro soto lomande le keshta azuka ramande. Mavo, mavo, mavo. I pray that my encounters with the Lord will become your encounters. I pray that every single angelic visitation that I've experienced, may the Lord favor you today. May the Lord give you the grace to see the things that I have seen and beyond. I unlock you in the prophetic today. I release the Sulam anointing upon you today. May angels ascend and descend upon you in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. May the Lord be glorified through your life. May the world know that Jesus is alive by reason of him manifesting himself through you. I decree and declare as a prophet of God, there will be a difference from this day. When you stand before people, when you pray, there will be a change that people will know that the Holy Spirit is upon you and he has anointed you to do the work of God, to be a shield for your family, to be a defender of your family. Let it be so now, in Jesus' mighty name. When the Lord Jesus was announced to be the savior of the world, he was only a young boy. Now you notice what happened to David is happening to Jesus. David is announced to be king, a shepherd boy. Jesus is called the good shepherd. But Jesus is called a good shepherd before he has any cattle. And David is not, is, he does not have his own sheep. Is looking after his own father's sheep. But the same God is anointing both people when they are not yet what they are supposed to be. You may not look like where you're going right now. It may not seem like you are where you're supposed to be. But I'm here to tell you, you are in the right place at the right time Hallelujah. with the right anointing. And at the proper time, you shall be lifted up and God will show what he was doing in the seat, 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 seat. Learn to be secretive. 
Hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Learn to be what? Secretive. Secretive. Unless you're secretive, God can never confide in you. Will you tell somebody a secret that talks too much? No. Will you plan something with somebody that announces to everybody? No. So why do you think God is going to do that? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. From today, let your actions tell people what you're doing. Amen. I receive. When they see boom, they say, ah, when were you working on this? You say, ah, I've been working. Ah, this has been going on. Become secretive. So I am trying to understand what these two angels are saying because I'm hearing one saying, God with us, and the other one is saying Emmanuel. Uh, what is that? I saw him go, and he was looking for something like one or two. Okay, I saw him doing this, throwing seeds. When people are throwing seeds, it means they have a calling, a pastoral calling to feed people and to raise people. Huh? You said what? I saw an interesting thing. I saw, I think, 6300. When I got to this place, I saw an address like 8111. The angel told me, walk five steps. I walked five steps, and I saw like unit five. I saw a two. I saw a nine. I saw another nine. I saw a three. I saw a zero. I saw a B. It's like a bay view or something like that. But, eh? I don't know what this is. I'm seeing a D and an R and an M. But I don't. I'm seeing a company that has like an IS something. I can't see the whole thing, but I'm seeing like an I and S, something entertainment. It's a very strange word. I used to have a business called I and Entertainment, so it's I S. God bless everybody. Thank you so much for being live and uh, I hope, I know that the Lord has something for you and um, I believe that something good is going to happen this day. So I want you to let somebody know that Prophet Lovi is live and God is going to speak to us in a mighty way this day. So um, I want you to keep sharing it. I want you to, to let somebody know. I want you to let somebody know I want you to let somebody know, I want you to let somebody know that I am live. I want you to let somebody know that I am live. Let somebody know that the prophet is live and uh, God is going to bless us in a mighty way. Let somebody know that I am live. Um, It's going to be powerful. I'm going to be teaching. uh, I'm going to be teaching about... uh, uh, 
the spiritual realm, the hand of God being upon somebody. So I want you to be ready. I want you to let somebody know. And uh, God is going to bless us in a mighty way. God is going to bless us in a mighty, mighty way. on your shirt. The Lord said me your name is what is on your shirt. Hallelujah! What is your name? Rose. What do you have on your shirt? Hallelujah! I don't know why. Where is my mama Ghana power? I saw fire jumping from her and coming to you and I'm trying to understand why. When I looked at you I saw her when I saw her I saw you. Are you a nurse? You're in the medical field. Go to her, put the mic on her. I'm a nurse. Were you married before? Divorce. Okay, go to my mama Ghana. I'm divorced. I saw somebody else with a name like Campbell. Campbell. As I was walking in the realms of the spirit, God says that he's about to bless the Campbell family. Prophesy. I saw somebody in the Bible called Anna, but God said no, Anne. Tracy Anne. Ah. Prophesy. I saw God taking words and ran with it to the ends of the world. What does he do? Who is like Ogaga, Ogaga? Do you know somebody called Kenny? Kenny, that's me. Is Kenny Ogba Ogaga. Kenny Ogba Ogaga. Professor. Who has a name that starts with like an M? Just said Maria. Maria. <laughs> because I was looking at you there, I'm seeing an M on your forehead. I saw God putting a garment on somebody called Jonathan. My first name. Prophesy. In 2013, you are not supposed to be here. Hey! You had surgery. Major surgery. I looked at you and I saw an x-ray. I saw your body beyond the flesh. And the Lord told me that we need to pray for his lungs. right there. Where? In the, in the lungs. You've seen me before. I've never seen you before. How yeah. can I know these things? The one thing about you, you are real. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I want everybody to get your Bibles and uh, I'm going to be speaking about the mighty hand of God. So I want you to be ready and I want you to be prepared because if you understand what the hand of God is, if you encounter the hand of God, the spiritual realm will be open unto you. So many people ask me all the time, prophet, how do you easily enter into the spirit? Why is it that you, you always have the revelation of the word of God? How is it that you are always in tune? I'm going to teach you the secret today, which is the hand of God. 
the great uh, uh, Paul Francis, God bless you. Uh, the great apostle is back from Nigeria. God bless you, man of God. So I want to teach you about the mighty hand of God. The mighty hand of God. So I want everybody to be prepared. I want you to be very alert. I want you to be in the spirit. And I pray for everybody right now that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened and it will be opened. Amen. The secret to finding the gate to the spiritual realm. Understanding the portal. Where is it? How do you unlock the spiritual realm? When you read the, like Ezekiel says, and the hand of the Lord was upon me and I was caught up in the spirit or I was taken in the spirit. Whenever you saw somebody about to do exploits in the spiritual realm, whenever you saw somebody about to manifest something great in the spiritual realm, the word of God always says, and the hand of the Lord was upon me and I was in the spirit. Or the hand of the Lord was upon me and I was caught up in the spirit. Where is the hand of God? How do you find the hand of God? Because it looks like it is the gate to the spiritual realm. I don't know if somebody is ready for this because this is going to be nice. We are going to jump around some scriptures a little bit for you to understand what it means, what it is, and what the hand of God truly is. Amen. So, with that understanding, naturally, you enter the spiritual realm and you function in the spiritual realm. No one can enter or function in the higher realms of the spirit without the approval of the hand of God. If the hand of God is not upon you, you cannot enter the highest spheres of the spiritual realm. Now you have to understand the spiritual realm is a broad word. They are the lower realms of the spirit and they are the higher realms of the spirit which are called heavens or heaven. The lower realms of the spiritual realm are hell. The grave. Uh, uh, we can even put, uh, uh, even, even the earth, there's a dimension within the earth which is a lower sphere of, of, the, of the spiritual realm. Or the fourth dimension where all the wicked spirits are actually running around and roaming around. So anybody can enter the spirit, but nobody can enter the higher realms of the spirit without the hand of God. So I want to teach you about the gate of the spiritual realm. I don't know if you're ready. If you're ready, I want you to type, I am ready. I want you to share this. 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 And I believe all the people locally that you ordered the Sulam oil, the elevation oil, uh, it was shipped out to you today and you should have it by, I believe, Wednesday or Thursday. Everybody that ordered this is going to get it. And, and, and uh, I can't wait for you to have it. God will truly bless you through this. I believe there will be a change and there will be a transformation when you use this. So I want you in prayer. I want you to be ready. 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 I don't know if somebody is ready. We are about to go to the scriptures right now. Mm. The Bible says... In the book of Isaiah, chapter 48, verse 13. Hmm. 
the Bible says, Isaiah 48, 13, it says, Surely my hand founded the earth, and my right hand spreads out, spread out the heavens. When I call them, they stand together. If you read Isaiah 68, verse 8, it says, But now, O Lord, you are, you are our Father. We are clay and you are the potter. And all of us are the work of your hand. So there is a difference between the hands of God and the hand of God. You will never hear them say, and the hands of God was upon me and I was in the spirit. They will always say singular, and the hand of the Lord was upon me and I was in the spirit. I want somebody to catch this. I want somebody to catch this. Wherever you are, I want you to catch this. So what is the hand of God? Because if you understand the hand of God, it's easy to enter into these things. Today, my son Maluk asked me, you know, he asked me a question. I don't know if it was today. He asked me, uh, I was talking to somebody and I was like, you know, when I ask somebody a question, it's usually because I already know the answer. When you, the hand of God is upon you, there's something about you that changes. There's something inside you that changes, that the keys to the realms of the spirit or the things of the spirit become very easy. So we understand that God founded the earth by his right hand. And he spread out the heavens with the right hand. He says we are the porter and we are the clay. And we are the work of his hand. Or we are the works of his hand. The Bible says that uh, if you look at this, let's, let's read one more scripture and then I will explain to you something. Psalms 95 verse 4. Psalms 95 verse 4. In whose hand are the depths of the earth? The peaks of the mountains are, are his also. If you read Job chapter 12 verse 10, it says, In whose hand is the life of every living thing? And the breath of all mankind. Job 26, 13. By his breath the heavens are cleared. His hand pierced the fleeing serpent. So God is doing something by this hand. But what is this hand? Because without understanding the hand it looks like God is doing everything through this hand meaning the greatest attribute that makes God who he is is this hand I feel like I'm by myself here I'm trying to go somewhere 
Now, when somebody, what I want to teach you is, first of all, to make you to understand, is, is to make you understand something. In order for you to grasp the hand of God, you'd need to know what it is. Then I will teach you how you can make the hand of God be upon you. My son was asking me earlier, was asking me, how is it that, is it possible for you to induce a vision? Or is it just that it comes from God? And I told him, you can absolutely enter into a vision if you want. Anytime. He said, how is it possible? I said, well, John said on the Lord's day, I was in the spirit. Not I was taken. Not I was pushed. Not the spirit of the Lord carried me saying, I, John, was in the spirit. And the Bible says he heard a loud voice behind him, meaning he went ahead of God into the spirit. So anybody can enter and hear the voice of God at any time because God does not stop speaking. Now you have to ask yourself a question. If the whole earth is by his hand, if the peaks and the valleys is by that hand, if he formed man by that hand, what is this hand? So in order for you to know what this hand is, you have to go back to the beginning. Where all these things are happening. In order for you to come to know, what is this hand? I feel like I'm by myself. Because if God is saying, everything you're seeing is by that hand. What, what is this hand? Because if you read Genesis, you don't see the hand. Genesis chapter 1 verse number 2. Genesis chapter 1 verse number 2. Genesis chapter number 1 verse number 2. says in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth so the hand is already working uh -uh. and the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep and the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters so we are seeing that God from the first verse, the heavens of the earth are being made. Then God, there is a problem in verse 2 that God wants to fix. And the first appearance or manifestation of God is you see the spirit of God. The first thing that you see that is understandable is the spirit of God. Then you read the scriptures, it says, it is not by strength or by might, says the Lord, but it is by my spirit. So God does not use muscle. What is this right hand of God? What is this hand of God? Because remember, spirit also is a broad word. 
Because you cannot say the spirit of God, yet God himself is a spirit. Uh, 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 you have to come to understand this. If God is a spirit, how can God have a spirit? You know, you have to ask these questions. If you say the spirit of Lovi, it makes sense because the spirit of Lovi lives inside the body of Lovi. Now, if God, the Bible is saying that God is saying it is not by strength or by might, but it is by my spirit. Now, we know very well that God is spirit and whoever must worship him must worship him in what? Spirit and truth. So how can there be the spirit of God? Because remember the word God there simply means divine entity. It's not a name. It's a title meaning supreme being. That is why the Bible also says the devil is the God of this world. What does that mean? He is the supreme being that controls the natural realm in this dimension because this is a fallen world. So how can you see? Notice the Bible never says the spirit of the devil. He says the devil. Yet the devil is a spirit. I feel like I'm confusing people. Let me, let me cool it down. Let me turn the volume down a little bit. Let me turn the volume down a little bit. So why is there not the spirit of the devil? Or the spirit of the angel? The Bible says angels are ministering spirits. So we know that they are spirits. Now God himself is spirit. So how can there be the spirit of God? I'm just trying to make somebody uh, think a little bit. Keep sharing and this will benefit somebody. Now, if you know, if you understand that spirit simply is a title, you have to understand, father is not a name. Son is not a name. Spirit is not a name. That is why you cannot say, in the name of God, I deliver you. Because God is not a name. You cannot cast out a demon in the name of the Holy Spirit. You can't because spirit is simply a name and holy simply means his function. That holiness is really assignment. You cannot say in the name of the son come out. You can't because son is not a name. An example is this. I am the son of my mother and father. But I am the father of Andrew. I am the brother to Prophet Glovis. These are not names. These are titles according to where I am. And according to whatever I am doing. Is this too much? So the source of God's power is this hand. But what is that hand? Because remember, it is the spirit that gives life. So the source of every living thing is the spirit. So you cannot know a person unless you know his spirit. I'll say that again. You cannot know a person 
unless you know the spirit of the person. Somebody can pretend, but once you know their spirit, you know who they are. I was teaching my sons and, and daughters who are present how to prophesy, and I was teaching them how to be able to discern a person's spirit because a lot of the details that you get from the realms of the spirit is actually inside the person's spirit before even God speaks to you. So the identity of a person is in their spirit, not into what they say, not into what, how they walk, but it's in their spirit. So right now, if we take the spirit, if you take my spirit out of my body, it's no longer Lovi is alive. It's there lays this body of Lovi. Because the source of whom what makes me alive is my spirit. But you cannot say the spirit left Lovi. If you know my spirit, my spirit has a name. And that's the name that I go by. This is a body I live in because it's a house. So the spirit of God is inhabiting a house called God. <laughs> because whenever God wants to make a big move, his spirit, he does not use strength, he does not use might, it is only by his spirit. So the strength of God is in his spirit. But just to say the spirit of God is not enough. Because the identity of God and who God is, is in that spirit. <laughs> let, me, let me bring it to a close. Let me bring you close. Get, get, get your Bibles. I want to I help you. I want to help you get into something. <laughs> ah, is somebody there? Let me see people's comments. <laughs> okay. Is somebody ready? Uh-huh. Let's see, what are people saying? Can you read me the comments? John Ben says, wow. Mm. Luke Elias Weaver says, chai. Bianca Monique says, my God. Stephen Dixon says, hallelujah. Michelle says, deep. How about YouTube? Let's see people on YouTube. On YouTube, Richard John says, fire. Did he say or is it emoji? Emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of fire. <laughs> Reginald Theodore says, keep going. Peyton Blank says, too deep, Papa. Somebody said, uh, let me see that. Somebody says, they don't have a form but Christ was with God and he was created, has a body already in eternity. Well, if you go to Revelations, it says, I am the first and the last. I am he who was, who is, and is to come. 
I was, I was dead and now I am alive. So did Jesus get created? <laughs> because he's making a claim that is a different claim. Let us go to the Bible. Go to Capra Tia Savacatele Besente Libria Casavacata. Are we ready? Uh, let us go. Uh, let's look at this. Let me give you this and then we'll go into some scriptures. Let me, let me open my Bible. Okay, let's go to the book of Acts. Let us go to the book of Acts. Acts chapter 1. Uh, can you grab your Bible? Acts chapter, chapter 1. I'll read this one. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. Listen to what the Lord Jesus is saying. But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And ye shall be and ye shall be witnesses unto both uh, witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in all Samaria and to the utmost parts of the earth. Now you have to understand what Jesus is saying here. The the Lord God or the Son of God is saying. You shall have power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Then you shall be my witnesses. So it is impossible to witness for Jesus. What, is, what, is, what does it mean to be a witness? Is to have evidence. A witness does not come forth without evidence. So in order to be a witness for Jesus... You need the Holy Spirit in order to prove that Jesus is Lord. That is why he's saying, I will give you power. What does power mean? Power means I will give you the ability to show evidence that I am alive. That I am God. So the first chapter of the Bible, the first attribute of God you ever see is his spirit. Then the Bible says that, it is by his right hand that he made all these things possible. But then you know very well that the Holy Spirit is hovering over the water and then God is speaking and something is happening by his spirit. Because what is the point of the spirit of God hovering over the waters? Then the Bible says it is not by strength or by might but it is by my spirit says the Lord. The Lord Jesus is speaking in the book of Acts chapter number 1 verse 8 saying that you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. But how will you know that it's the Holy Spirit? Because a spirit is a spirit after all. What separates between just a regular spirit or the spirit of an angel, the spirit of the devil and the spirit of God? How will you know? Somebody will say, oh, well, you feel the shakes. No, a demon can enter you and you can do the same. 
the woman with the spirit of divination did prophesy as if somebody that had the spirit of God. So how do you know? Who is this spirit of God? Because it's looking like he is the source. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 17. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 17. Now remember this. The Bible says no one has ascended unto heaven. Somebody says speaking in tongues. Yes, you know that if there's tongues of angels, it means there are tongues of demons. You know that. The Bible says even if I speak in tongues of angels, meaning there's also a language for demons. I have heard it. Uh, <laughs> and there is the tongues of angels. So if there is the tongues of angels and there is the tongues that you speak unto God and the Bible says whoever speaks in tongues speaks not to man but speaks unto God. No other being can hear him except God is understanding. But then the Bible is also saying even if I speak in the tongues of angels meaning there is the tongues for angels that has nothing to do with God. You speaking with angels. Uh, uh, maybe there is a time I will teach on the tongues of angels. Yes. Can, since the, the fallen angels, yes. the, the ones that fell with Lucifer, mm. can, they also, can they also understand the tongues of angels? Yes. They are angels, are they not? Uh-uh. Are they not angels? Just because they are fallen doesn't mean they lost language. Okay. If somebody is an unbeliever, can they not speak in tongues? A hundred percent they can. Because the Bible says, and the spirit of the Lord came up, they laid hands upon them, and they spoke in tongues as the spirit gave utterance. They, meaning the Holy Spirit doesn't make you speak in tongues. He only gives you utterance, and by faith you speak. So the Holy Spirit doesn't make you say, ra ba 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 He tells you, ra ka pa 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 Then you, you repeat, and you receive utterance, meaning that he gives you vocabulary. Now remember that vocabulary goes into your soul. So I don't need to feel chills in order for me to speak in tongues. When you're mature, you now speak by faith. And there are those certain tongues that we will always speak because it's part of us. It is the vocabulary we were given that unlocks other things. Now if somebody was used to pray, and they no longer pray, but they still have roboshia, you think they can't say that? They will 100% say it. <laughs> yes. No, no, no. There's a demonic language for sure. I have heard it. I really have. But the tongues of angels, remember, it's just the language of angelic beings. The difference is, in order, I cannot speak in a language unless I'm communicating to somebody. I cannot just communicate broadly. Do you just go in Ethiopia and talk to random people? You speak to a specific person. 
So there is the ability in the spirit to communicate with your angel personally. That is why some of us we can prophesy anytime. It's just mysteries of the spirit. I think the next prophetic school I will teach about this. You cannot stop speaking in French because you are not in France. How many years for me I've been I haven't not been in in my country for over 11 years. I still speak my language. I may miss a few vocabulary when I warm up it's right back. You don't stop you you can't stop singing worship because you've backslid. You won't sing it genuinely, but to sing you can. It doesn't go anywhere. Chickens, you are deep. So now, and remember the word tongues there just means language. Tongues is simply language. So are you ready? Read the, the uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 17. Mm-hmm. Now the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Uh-uh, read it again. Now the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Read it one more time. Now the Lord is that spirit. Ah, uh-uh, wait. Now the Lord is that spirit. What spirit? So the spirit is always a person. It's not just a general term. <laughs> now the Lord is that spirit. What spirit? What is he pointing to? Remember, a Lord is a person. God is a general term for a divine being. But in order for you to know Jesus, you don't know him as your God and Savior. You know him as your Lord and Savior. It means he's become personal. Because God, you don't know God because God is just a general term for a divine being that cannot be understood. But once you know the Lord, you know the Lord is who? Jesus. But the Bible is telling you now, now the Lord is that spirit. So now when you read the Bible, it's saying that, and Jesus, now go, go to this. Let me show you something. (laughs) Let me show somebody something. PhD in Revelation. Amen. Amen. Now, 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 22. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 22. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 22. Before we read that, go John chapter 1 verse, John chapter 1 verse 1 to 3. John chapter 1 verse 1 to 3. John chapter 1 verse 1 to 3. Mm-hmm. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, mm-hmm. and the Word was God. Now notice this, it's telling you, in the beginning was the word. So God did not exist first. It was something called the word that was there before anything called God. Because God just simply means a divine being. Now you cannot be a divine being unless you make beings that are less superior than you. So before he made anything, nobody could call him God because there was nobody, he was by himself. So you cannot say 
God unless he made something less than him that can look up and say God. So in the beginning there was no God because there was no creation except something called word. Who is uncreated, has no beginning, has no end. He exists within himself, by himself, for himself. So you cannot say spirit of God because God simply means divine being. So the Bible is telling you in the beginning was the word. Huh? Keep reading. In the beginning was the word. Uh-huh. Uh And the word was God. So notice, before he made anything, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with the supreme being. Wow. And the word was the supreme being, meaning that after he created, people lost sight of the word, and they began to focus on something called God. But the true God is that word that was God. I don't know if somebody is catching this. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with the superior. Let me explain to you something. Let me show you something. This is going to shock everybody when you hear this. Now look at this. It says, in the beginning was the word. And the word was with. Let me show you something. The word with means pros. P-R-O-S. Now the word pros means to the advantage of. So it doesn't mean with. Literally what it's reading is. In the beginning was the word. And the word was to the advantage of a being called God. So with God doesn't mean that, it doesn't mean that he was along God. With God there means pros. Pros means to the advantage. So what makes God God is the word. And that word, and the Lord is that spirit. So we understand that what we call the spirit of God is actually the Lord Jesus. And the Lord Jesus who was in the beginning with God. The word with there is the word pros. Pros means to the advantage of God. Like an example, if somebody says, I am with strength. Remember, this is old English. I am with strength, meaning that I have strength. Know that me and strength are separate. So when somebody is saying, I am a strong man with strength, he's saying that I am a strong man with the advantage of having something called strength. So the word with there is the word pros. Pros means to the advantage. So in the beginning was the word and the word was to the advantage of God and the word was God. Now continue to read, continue to read. Verse 3 says this. Verse 2 says, The same was in the beginning to the advantage of God. Notice the word with there means to the advantage of. It doesn't mean along with. (laughs) The same was in the beginning to the advantage 
of God. All things were made by him and without him was not anything that was made made. Wait a minute. So when you read Genesis chapter 1 and verse 2 saying, and the heavens and the earth were finished and God created the heavens and the earth and on the seventh day God rested from all his work which he had made, which he had created and made. Who was creating? Who was creating? Not God. The word was. The Bible is telling you in the beginning was the word. Nothing was made. Without him, nothing was made that is made. Everything in existence is because of a being called word. Who is uncreated, has no beginning, has no end. Remember, you cannot call somebody God unless he has made less inferior beings. Because the word God simply means divine being. It's not a name. That is why in the name of Jesus, every knee bows. Ah, I feel, okay, let me, okay, let me just, let me rest because I think I'm losing people. <laughs> I think I'm losing people. I feel like I'm, <laughs> okay, let me, let me give you something else. Now, what does the Bible mean? Now, go to First Peter chapter 3. Now, you have to understand the hand of God, or sometimes it says the right hand of God. Okay? So we understand that the hand of God represents strength. That's why the right hand represents strength. So when now you read read 1 Peter chapter 3 verse 22. 1 Peter chapter 3 verse 22. Who is gone into heaven and is on the right hand of God? Now, what does the right hand mean? Position of power. Who is seated in the position of power in God? Because remember, God is not a name. Okay, read another one. Acts chapter 5 verse 31. Acts 5 verse 31. Uh-huh. Him hath God exalted with his right hand to be a prince and a savior. For to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. Wait, read it again. <laughs> Him has God exalted. So we know who is God. The word. Uh-uh. <laughs> are you guys lost or are you getting it? Because remember God simply means divine being. Yes. Uh huh. Him has the word exalted with his right hand. With his, with his right hand. What is the right hand of God? The word itself. Because remember, the right hand of God is the power of God. God is saying it is not by strength or by might, but it is by my spirit, says the Lord. But then you read, you read the Bible is telling you, the, now that the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit is, there is liberty. Ah, but now read what this one says about the same thing. Him has God, ex- him has the word exalted with his right hand to be a prince to and a savior. And a savior, meaning deliverance. Uh-huh. For to give rep- 
repentance to Israel uh -huh. and forgiveness of sins. So <laughs> Listen to what the Lord Jesus told his disciples. He said, in a little while you will see me. You will see me no more. <coughs> the world will not see me. But you will see me. He said, Lord, where are you going? How will we know where you are? What are you saying? He said, he said but I will not leave you comfortless. I will send you the spirit that will come from the Father. When the spirit will come, you will know him for he dwelleth with you and he shall be in you. So he said the only way you will know that spirit is because he has already lived with you. But now he will be inside of you. Who is he talking about? He's talking about himself. He's saying the only way you shall... Maybe people will think I'm making this up. Okay, let me, let me grab the, my Bible. Let me grab it. <laughs> okay, go to, go to John chapter 14. John chapter 14 verse 17. John chapter 14 verse 17. Now listen to what the Lord Jesus is saying. Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him. He did not say you shall know him. You know him. For he dwelleth with you, and he shall be in you. He dwelleth with you and he shall be in you. He said the world cannot see him. First he said the world cannot receive him is because he's a person. Yes. <laughs> you cannot receive whom you don't see. Mm. Meaning he came as a person and the world could not receive him. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's read it again. I'm trying to mess somebody up in a good way. I'm trying to mess somebody up in a good way. Even the spirit, capital S, of truth. This same spirit, remember, now the Lord is that spirit. Whom the world cannot receive. Why can't they receive him? Because it seeth him not. They can't see him. But what is the difference between the world and us? Neither knoweth him. You cannot know somebody unless by experience. But ye know him. How do we know him? For he dwelleth with you. He is already in the flesh next to you. The world did not know him. The world did not receive him. But you have received him. But you will know him because you already know him. Now when he's inside of you. You will know him because you have already known him in the flesh. That is why the Bible says by their fruits you shall know them. What fruits? Because when he was on earth, he displayed some fruits. So if that same spirit is inside of you, you will produce the same fruits. Ah, I feel like... Let me tell you the absolute truth. The only gate to the spiritual realm is not how you do it. Is not how do you pray. How will you pray? How do you look at prayer? 
it's about who you know. Wow. How well do you know Jesus? Because the Lord Jesus is the only gate to the operation of the spiritual realm. The Lord Jesus is the only power that God possesses. That is why you have to understand when God is sacrificing his power for mankind, it's a big deal. Because what makes him God is what he gave to the world. What makes you who you are is your strength. That is why some people have resistance in giving their offering, giving their tithe, giving things, because that is what makes them, benefits them to be whom they are. If you take millions from Bill Gates, he's no longer Bill Gates. He's just Gates. Nobody will care. No one will look at him because it is the billions or millions that make him to be somebody that we, is renowned, somebody that is known. So when God is giving up Jesus, he's giving up what makes him him. That is why the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus is such a big deal to God. Because he's giving away his secret of what makes him him. What everybody looks at him and says, you are the divine being. He is exposing it by giving it. That is why whosoever receiveth him, gave he the power to become. You cannot be somebody who prophesies, sees in the spirit, does anything unless you know the Lord Jesus and walk closely with the Lord Jesus. Listen to what the, Holy, the, the Lord Jesus said about the Holy Spirit. He said, for the spirit of truth shall not speak of himself, but he shall take of me and give to you. So who does the Holy Spirit talk about? That's why it's called the spirit of the Lord. If you receive my spirit, what is he going to talk about? Me. So the spirit of God, if you read Isaiah 59, says, surely he was bruised for our transgression. He's talking about all these things, how surely the, the sins were upon him. He says, and he shall be known as what? Everlasting Father. He says, and his name shall be, that's Isaiah 9, I believe. He says, he uh, uh, says, uh, Remember, Isaiah 59 is talking about the Lord Jesus and surely our sins were upon him and he was bruised for our transgression. He will be seen as a person of no reputation, blah, blah, blah. But if you go now to, to and to us a child is born, is it Isaiah 9? Isaiah 9 verse 6. Uh-huh, read it. For unto us a child is born. A child is born because a child is a human baby. Uh-huh. Unto us a son is given. So the son was given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. So meaning he controls power. Uh-huh. And his name shall be called Wonderful. Now remember, the first name you know him is what? Wonderful. Does he just say wonderful? Wonderful counselor. Okay, who is the wonderful counselor according to the scriptures? The Holy Spirit. 
Because remember, the first thing you see about the Lord Jesus in the scripture is the spirit of God is hovering over the waters. <laughs> so his first name is Wonderful Counselor, Holy Spirit. Now the Lord is that same spirit. I don't know if somebody is getting this. You have to understand. Let me tell you why Jews never believe Christians. Because Christians have the Bible's doctrine the wrong way. When they ask the Lord Jesus, they ask the Lord Jesus something. They asked him, what is the greatest commandment? He said, he quoted scripture. He said, hear O Israel, for our God is one. Do you understand that there's no word Trinity in the Bible? God is not a trinity. God is a triune God. Do you know what triune means? It means that one God, three different manifestations. Not three gods. That is why Jews have a hard time believing the gospel because they know God as being one God. You have to understand when he says, and God said, let us make man in our image. You have to understand the word let us there is Elohim. Elohim means God in his infinite. It's like plural of God within God. That's what Elohim means. So it's not three persons deciding something. <laughs> there is no three God. God is not a trinity. His disciples are asking him, Lord, show us the Father. Listen to this. He's saying this. Lord, show us the Father. He says, I have been with you this long, yet you don't know who I am. Now, let me explain to you something that you need to understand. Some people will not get this, and I will go into depth with it. And we'll go by scriptures, not feelings. You know, Christians like feelings. The Lord Jesus said, the scripture is true and cannot be broken. So we go by scripture, not how we feel or what we were taught or what we think of what the word is. Ah, we have to agree there first. Does three make one? Now, okay, read Isaiah 9. Read it all. Now look at what he's saying. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. And to us a son is given, uh -huh. and the government shall be upon his shoulder, uh -huh. and his name shall be called. Notice Wonderful. his name shall be called what? Wonderful Counselor. That's his name, Holy Spirit. Uh -huh. The Mighty God. The Mighty God. Do you know why it's saying the Mighty God? Meaning there is no other God except him. Mighty God just may be one of the many. The Mighty God. The Mighty, meaning there is no other Mighty except him. My daughter Roniti, she's, she's, uh, she's Jewish, and you see she's even writing. Here, O Israel, the Lord is one. Uh -huh. Continue. The everlasting Father. Now, you have to understand what everlasting Father means. Everlasting Father that there is, you have to understand Father, the word Father means source. The source of all things. Father is not a name. All these are titles, they are not names. So he's saying, I am the everlasting source. 
meaning that there is no other father except him. So if you're thinking that God the Father and the Son are different, you are completely mistaken. The disciple says, baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Then John, now Peter, Peter goes to baptize people and he says this, he says, he never baptized them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. He baptized them in the name of Jesus. What does the Bible say? He says, for in Christ dwells the fullness of the Godhead in bodily form. So when you're talking about God the Son, you're talking about God manifesting himself in his fullness, in the capacity of a human being. In the capacity that a human being can contain him. It's not saying that he's a different person. The fullness of God in a bodily form. Because remember, the fullness of God cannot be filled. If you see God, you die. The Bible says he fills all things. Ah, I think I'm talking to people that don't understand. You have to understand this. Okay, let me give you a logical one. A logical one. Listen very carefully. If Jesus, our Lord, is separate from the Father, the Bible says this, and every knee shall bow in heaven and on earth and in the earth at the mention of Jesus. So if the Father is different from the Son, then the Father has to bow. Because it's telling you the locations that everybody will fall on their knees and say that he is Lord. In heaven, on the earth, and in the earth. At the mention of that name Jesus, every knee shall bow. And every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. So if father is separate from son and son is separate from father, then father has to bow. So everything there is telling you now, you go to Revelations, chapter number one. You notice something. Jesus is saying, I am the first. (laughs) Now you have to understand, if this person has a father, he's very arrogant. He needs to repent. Revelations, chapter number one. Verse one? Ah, no, no, we are not going to verse one. Let me show you. It's, 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 It's in chapter one. Let me find it for you. <laughs> I, what does verse 8 say? Uh huh. Start from verse 8. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord. Okay, start again. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord. <laughs> this, is, this is too much. Uh, okay, look at this. Okay. Uh, Now look at this. Let's start from verse 11. I was in this. Let's start from verse 10. I was in the spirit of the Lord's. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and heard behind me a great voice of a trumpet saying, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. And that what thou seest, write in a book and send it unto the seven churches which are in Asia, unto Euphrates, and unto Samaria, and unto Pagamos, and unto Tertiria, and unto Sardis, and unto Philadelphia. Ah, now you have to understand if he's saying, I am the Alpha 
and the omega. I am the beginning and the end. He is saying I have no father. Because can you stand before somebody and tell them, I am the source. I am the beginning of it and I am the end of it. Write these things that you are going to see. That is arrogance. Unless you are who you say you are. If you don't know the Lord Jesus and the fullness of who he is. Somebody will ask a question. Well, how was Jesus, why was Jesus praying? Very simple. Give me, give me uh, 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 water. Okay, is there water in that? Or give me uh, something like this. Fill it with water. I will show you something. You keep in the same place and you will never grow beyond there. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ha, ah, Jesus. Okay, perfect. This is this is perfect. This is perfect. You can move my cup. Now, I want you to go to Philippians chapter 2 verse 7. Philippians chapter 2 verse 7. Are, are you there? I will read it if you want me to read. Are you ready for this? Ah, this, this, one is, uh, this one is deep. Are you ready? But he emptied himself by taking the form of a servant. This one is the ESV. Now I'll read it in King James. But he made, of, but he made himself. Notice, he made himself. He was not made. He is making himself. Notice this, before I continue, remember this, the Lord Jesus said this. He said, no one takes my life from me. I lay it down and I take it up myself again. Huh? But then other place it says, it says this, it says, and the, and the same spirit that quickened the body of Jesus shall quicken also your mortal, mortal bodies. Wow. But Jesus is saying, I lay down my life of my own accord and I pick it up again. The Lord Jesus said, ask my father, of anything and I shall give it to you. Huh? He said, yes, ask anything in my name and I will give it to you. So who is doing the giving here? <laughs> uh, uh, now wait, look at this. Look at this. Look, look at this. But he made himself of no reputation and took upon himself the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. Now, let's use common sense here. This is God taking the form of a human being. Now, 
the human body and the God body, which is spirit, they are different in quantity, meaning Jesus maxed out completely what God can be in the flesh. So the new living or whatever is saying, he emptied himself. So this is God emptying himself. But this is what the human capacity can take. Where is the remaining one? It's in heaven. Remember, he's omnipresent. He fills all things. So the human capacity cannot take the fullness of him. So when it's saying he emptied himself, where was the remaining measure? Ah, you know, if you play with me with theology, I will take you to the Bible seriously. Because remember, the human capacity can only carry a certain portion of God. It will be the fullness of God, but according to human beings. Because look at this. Even though the human physical being can take much of the spirit of God, meaning the person of God is full in it, what can that person do? The person can walk on water, can open blind eyes, can call rain, can close rain, can call fire from heaven, can close heaven. But he still does not have the power to create a world or create a human being because the human capacity limits him. Because if Jesus is the same Lord, notice he could only raise people from the dead. Because the human capacity could not take dust and make another human being. Go, go to YouTube. Go to YouTube. Go to YouTube. Let me see some comments here. Uh, if it is, uh, go up. If it's possible to remove the cup, who was he t- talking with? If not the Holy Spirit. Uh-uh. I just read it to you in scripture. He emptied himself and took upon the form of a servant. Notice, he was not so. If Jesus is emptying himself, He's not saying the Holy Spirit emptied himself. He's saying, and he himself had the ability to empty himself and take the form of a servant. Now you have to remember, if Jesus is the creator of the world, according to John chapter number one, can the, full, can the human body actually take the fullness of God? The Bible even tells you no one can see God and yet live. Jesus never said, I am the son of God. They asked Jesus, who are you? He said, I am. They said, you who is a human being, you liken yourself to being God. They wanted to kill him. He even told them, Abraham was happy to see my day. Now, now let's think about it like this. Now you have to understand how the anointing and the spirit works upon a human being. Think about this carefully. Think about this carefully. His fullness. His fullness. Now look at this, what the Lord Jesus is saying. Now, Father, glorify your Son with the same glory that I shared with you in the beginning. You have to understand what that means. Now, if you read, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Remember, God simply means supreme being. You don't see anywhere saying father. 
meaning the full measure of who he was was not in the human form. That is why he said, it is good for me to go and for me to send my spirit. Because if I send my spirit, the limitation of the physical body that causes me only to be in Jerusalem will be removed from me. Now I can be all over the world upon every creation that I made at the same time. <laughs> now, remember, every doctrine must be aligned to the word of God. If anything that anybody ever tells you, it doesn't matter how logical they try to make it. If it is not scriptural, it's not from God. Because the word of God comes to reveal who Jesus is. The Bible is saying that by him all things were made, both in heaven and on earth. So if he's the one making everything, where is Father? <laughs> now remember, the Bible is saying, and God said, for you to say you need words. <laughs> and remember, the problem is this. The biggest problem is this. Unless you're spiritual, unless you have seen him, unless you have beheld his glory, you will not know this. Because John was the closest apostle to Jesus. And he's telling you, listen, that Jesus you guys think is a prophet, that Jesus that you think is the son, he is not the son. He is God himself. Listen to me. My prayer is this that you will have the revelation of the Lord Jesus. Now listen to what the Bible is saying. It says, and Jesus is standing on the right hand of the Father. Or Jesus, or Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father. Now anybody, anybody that has ever seen, has ever seen heaven, any scripture you have read in, of heaven, have you ever seen two thrones in heaven? Isaiah went to heaven, he did not see two thrones. You read in the book of Revelation, you see one throne. So where is this seated on the right hand? What does the right hand mean? Position of power. Uh, DR27B. It's okay. You know, I don't argue with people the word of God. You know, if you believe what you believe, it's okay. It's fine. The only thing that I do here is this. The Bible says, those who know their God shall do great exploits. If you want to know who knows God, see their exploits in the spirit. Not, not what they think is common sense. Who is actually functioning in the spirit? Wow. <laughs> ah. I pray that God will, will give you the revelation. Everybody that is watching me, my prayer is God will give you, God will give you a revelation of who the Lord Jesus is. Let me explain to you why God's spirit could not be in people. 
Let me explain to you why God's spirit could not be in people in the Old Testament. Remember, Adam was not the son of God. Was a creation of God. But Jesus is the son of God. And you have to understand what son means. Son means first to be, to be begotten. First to be produced out of God himself. Because God never took a part of him and made a human being. He only breathed into man the ability to be alive. But the Bible is saying that Jesus was conceived by the Holy Spirit. Right? The Bible says, And the Holy Spirit shall overshadow you, and Mary, you shall have a child. So who made Mary pregnant? Uh, 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 who made Mary pregnant? The Holy Spirit. So who is the father of Jesus? The Holy Spirit. <laughs> so who is God the father? Are you getting what I'm saying? And if the Bible is saying, now, that's the, now the Lord is that same spirit. <laughs> Not equal to that spirit. That same spirit. Angel Gabriel is appearing to Mary. And saying this. Capture my words. You know, you know one thing that I always pray. There is the mental capacity that you have to think. And then you need the revelation part. The Bible is saying that the angel appeared to Mary and said, Mary, you shall have a son and you shall call him this. Mary said, how can I have a child? I have never known a man. He says, don't worry, many, for the Holy Spirit shall overshadow you and you shall be with child. So the one who gave birth to the Lord Jesus is the Holy Spirit. Now the Bible is saying that the Holy Spirit is the one fathering Jesus inside of Mary so who is God the father now the Bible is telling you now the Lord is that same spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is there is liberty not saying listen very carefully it's not saying now the Lord and that spirit they are equal he's saying now the Lord is that spirit Jesus himself is saying, you shall know the spirit for he dwelleth with you, now he shall be in you. Talking about himself. So when you say, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, what are you saying? Father, I am coming to you by your own provision that you made for me to come to you. You're not saying, Father, I thank you for your... You're saying, Father, I am coming... Remember, Father means source. Source, I am coming to you by the way that was from you, which is Jesus. So I am returning to you and to the same way that you provided for me to come. I'm coming back. So you have to think, ah, is my whole theology being thrown out? Now look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Watch this. Manoah, the father of Samson. Manoah, the father of Samson. Manoah, <laughs> Manoah, the father of Samson. An angel appears to them. And an angel speaks to them. They say, a man appeared. And the man said, that you shall have a child this, this. So the wife prayed and said, Lord, I pray. 
Let that same angel that appeared to my wife, let him also appear. Let that man that came from you, notice he did not say angel, he said, let that man that appeared unto, unto my wife appear also unto me. Okay? The next day, the man appears unto the wife. The wife said, please hold on. Let me go and get my husband. So she went and gets her husband in there and he says the same thing he said. He says, hey, don't, don't eat or drink unclean things for the child that your, you, you, your wife will carry will be full of the Holy Spirit. Let me explain to you the difference between prophets and believers. The spirit of a prophet is born of the Holy Spirit. That's why prophets have always functioned in the spirit. That is why you find the Bible is saying, in the last days I will pour out my spirit and your sons and daughters shall prophesy. They shall see dreams. It's telling you that your sons and daughters will become like the prophets. So the prophets are the way they are because of the spirit that is inside of them. So here is, here is an angel or a man telling Manoah that the child that your wife is carrying is, is full of the Holy Spirit. But the Bible is saying nobody can be full of the Holy Spirit because they still have the old spirit. That spirit had to be taken, gotten rid of, and you have to be born of the spirit in order for you to be able to contain the spirit of God. Let me tell you, the spirit of God does not fill your flesh. It fills your spirit. One day I'll give a teaching about the human body and it will be deep. I think I taught it at the prophetic school. So Manoah sees this, sees this uh, uh, being and he says, please wait, let us offer an offering to you. What is your name? He said, why do you want to know my name? For my name is too wonderful. The angel refused to give. What kind of arrogance is this? He said, wait. Then he said, okay, go get an offering. So the man ran in the house, got a lamb and whatever and, used, and burnt an offering. And the Bible says when they lit up the offering, the man turned into a flame of fire and went up with the offering. And Manoah fell down. He said, low is me, for I have seen God. I will surely die. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. I taught it yesterday. I said this. People always say that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego saw the Lord Jesus in the fire. No. King Nebuchadnezzar is saying this. He's saying, I put in three men, and now there is four. And the fourth one looks like the Son of God. He resembles somebody we know that is the Son of God. Because remember, the Son of God did not appear only in the New Testament. He appeared to Abraham. People knew how he looked like. They just didn't know his name. So... Nebuchadnezzar is saying, and he looks like the son of God. So saying you look like Lovi does not mean you're Lovi. He did not say, and the fourth person is God. He said, the fourth person looks like. <laughs> Go to Genesis chapter 6. I will show you something. I'll finish with this one. Genesis chapter number 6. Genesis chapter 6. Mm. Uh, hold on. 
Genesis chapter number 6 verse 3. Are you ready? And the Lord said, now remember when he says the Lord, not God, the Lord, you know who he's speaking. It's God in the person of a man. Relatable to human beings. And God said, because it was beyond the jurisdiction of human beings. In Genesis chapter 1, God is not speaking to human beings, but he's creating. So he's speaking from a dimension that is not the dimension of men. So he's saying, and God said. But now Genesis chapter number 6, you're saying, and the Lord said. Because now he's speaking directly to men. That is where every time God spoke to human beings, he would say, and the spirit of the Lord said, and the word of the Lord came unto me. Because God is speaking in the human capacity, meaning he's speaking in the dimension of flesh. Genesis chapter number six, verse number three. And the Lord said, my spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he also is flesh. Nah, this is not making sense. God is saying this. My spirit will stop continuing to push human beings. He is also flesh. So if he is also flesh, who is the other flesh? My spirit will not continue to, to argue with them. He is also flesh. Huh? <laughs> that is the point of the argument of the Lord. Your problem is you think flesh is born. <laughs> you think flesh is only born. But you don't understand that son of man means son of the divine one. It means God. It doesn't mean son of a human being. Listen to me. If you want to function in the realm of the spirit, you want God to use you mightily in the realm of the spirit, desire to know the Lord Jesus. Desire to know the Lord Jesus. The more you know the Lord Jesus, the more you know the Lord Jesus, Every demon is cast out by that name. Every demon, every sickness, every situation lives because of that name. Whoever knows the Lord Jesus knows the treasure, the secret of who God is. That is why in the Old Testament, the name of Jesus, the name of God, you could not pronounce it. It was against the law to pronounce it. One day I will make a teaching specifically about that. Amen. Desire. Listen to this. Stephen is being stoned to death and Stephen is dying. He looks and sees heaven. He sees the Lord Jesus standing from the throne. So he's sitting on the throne. <laughs> Ready to receive his spirit. (laughs) 
And he's saying, they are stoning him, saying, I see heaven open and I see the Lord standing up to receive my spirit. Huh? He's seeing Jesus receiving his spirit, standing from his throne. So who is sitting on the throne? The right hand of God. Right hand means power. Go study theology, you'll understand what I'm telling you. That is why even traditionally, people who are naturally left-handed, sometimes they will make you be right-handed because they thought it to be wrong. Because the right hand represents power. Even when you want to greet somebody, you greet them with the right hand because it's your best hand forward. It represents strength. It means position of power. The Bible does not say God the Father and Son are in agreement. The greatest secret is this. I am not talking now. Listen to me carefully. I want you to listen to me and listen to me carefully. I am not talking of a Jesus that was preached unto me. I'm speaking of a Jesus that I have seen. That started visiting me when I was a child of four years old. I'm not speaking of something that somebody came and told me. The first angelic encounter that I had was with a seraphim. I know what I'm talking about. I'm not speaking of something that somebody came and told me and I ran with it because it sounds cool. And the evidence of it is in what God has given me to do. If Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, what is he telling you? You have to understand what the life means. It means I am the source of all living things. I pray that your prayer from this day, that your prayer from this day, now look at this, this is a deep revelation. This is a deep revelation. I've just received this in the realms of the spirit. No, I didn't receive, I don't know, I was given this revelation. Listen to this, he says, she's, She's saying this, flesh is the substance. Faith is also described as substance of things and evidence of unseen things. Christ is the substance of faith and, that, and the thing hoped for which means Christ equals faith. That's a deep <laughs> I Even me, I could not receive that. Uh, that one came from heaven. You are deep. So listen to me clearly, and I want you to subscribe, and I want you to rewatch this. The Bible says, any spirit that comes and tells you that Jesus is less than who he is, anything that divines is that, 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 uh, 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 that, that, uh, 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 what is the word? That discounts or undermines his divinity is the spirit of the Antichrist. Notice it's not the spirit of the anti-God. Because remember, 
He is the God of gods. So if you just say God, there's a lot of supreme beings that are superior to other beings. But he is the God of those supreme gods to other beings. What does that mean? The devil or the angel called the cherubim, who was Lucifer, he had angels under him that looked at him as the supreme being. That is why when the devil was cast down, even those angels went with him. And to this day, even though they are cast on the ground, those spirits still obey him because he's much more superior and much more powerful than them. So he is their God. Cabradia Zebra dufakista azove pravu katalamande la bronde gista zevedia aloka saveke ikamande duvakea lezosta iva frodekista adole mandova mevra fakista azuvekeiden kisalabante ropatila adushta inkaravasia avoke lo brandia seve Le bonto logista avaketia azova. Lambonge dida aduba kadila azeve. Frediosto iza faliga sonte. Frevekista avuka telemande. Gongro sia azuva kedege. Gongro kia seve kista avokate. Gongro kasiva kote lebita la mande legista. Nananova, nanamenda la kushta dega daga. Ze gadushte ika pavo pavo pavo. Ze kundala geste izadala mande goseve kista ade. My children, I am calling you to a place of knowing me. Know me personally this day. Amen. Seek me in prayer. Seek me in fasting. Seek me when everybody else is not seeking me. And I will show you hidden treasures that are in me. For I desire that you walk with me in a place that you have never walked before. I shall make myself known unto you as John knew me, as Peter knew me, as Paul knew me, as Enoch knew me, as Moses knew me. I want to bring you to a higher place. For the time is short. For the time is short, says the Spirit of the living God. For behold, I am coming soon. And so many are lost and so many are in darkness. There is no other name that can save my children. There is no other way unto God except my name, my children. Come to know me better this day. Seek me. Seek me and I will be found. I will be found when you seek me with all your heart. For I am the Lord who searches the hearts of all men. Straighten your intent. Focus your intention in knowing me. If you find me, everything else that you're seeking, you shall find it, says the Spirit of God. 
Money cannot bring you into eternity. Health is temporary in this world. Wealth is temporary in this world. But store up treasures in the heavenly realm where no thief and no rust can touch it. I am that place, my children. Come to know me like you have never known before. Oh Lord Jesus, we thank you. We thank you, Master Jesus. Zekaruva katelebente le brande dia sova. Merakushta avoka talamande le brande lia azuva. Zekerabante le gista aronde le gista abante. I am seeing in the realm of the Spirit, the Spirit of the Lord. Beginning to expand everybody that is watching right now. I am seeing you in your homes as you are watching from your cell phone. Some of you from TV. Some of you from your computer. I'm seeing the spirit of the Lord coming upon you. And I'm seeing the spirit of revelation. Your capacity being expanded. That you will see the Lord Jesus and that you will know the Lord Jesus like you have never known before. I am seeing darkness being removed from people's hearts. Those things that were keeping you from prayer, I'm seeing them being removed. Oh, thank you, Master Jesus. Let this be done unto your children, wherever they are, in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus, that their walk with you, their ministry, and everything they do in you shall be above everything that they have ever known. Father, I thank you that this is done in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. Whew. Thank you, Lord. Listen to me, children. Pray like you have never prayed before. Pray like you have never prayed before. Seek him like you have never sought him before. He is available to be found. You will find him. Tomorrow I will teach you how to allow the hand of the Lord to be upon you. I'll come back and teach the next follow-up on this so that the hand of God can truly be upon you so that you can experience these things that God wants you to experience. I want you to subscribe. I want you to follow me. Everything on my social media, the Facebook, the YouTube, the Instagram is all at Prophet Lovi. YouTube is at Prophet Lovi. YouTube's uh, forward slash Prophet Lovi. If you're watching me, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Get these teachings. I don't know how long God will allow me to be here or God will allow me to teach these things. Take them and treasure them because God is pushing you to a point that you have never been in before. Support the cause, support the work of God. This to, to be on here every day is not, is not, uh, is not, I don't own the internet. <laughs> it has to be paid for. Subscribe, 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 subscribe. And God will bless you. Share this broadcast, give it to as many people as you can. And God will bless you and God will increase you. May the Lord Jesus bless you. I release the prophetic blessing upon you. In the mighty and powerful name of the living Jesus. Amen and amen and amen. Shalom, shalom, everybody. Talabrakisa.
the realm of the spirit, you see what is on your shirt. The Lord said me, your name is what is on your shirt. Hallelujah. What is your name? Rose. What do you have on your shirt? I don't know why. Where is my mama Ghana power? I saw fire jumping from her and coming to you. And I'm trying to understand why. When I looked at you, I saw her. When I saw her, I saw you. Are you a nurse? You're in the medical field. Yeah. Go to her, put the mic on her. I'm a nurse. Were you married before? Divorce. Okay, go to my mama Ghana. I'm divorced. I saw somebody else with a name like Campbell. Campbell. As I was walking in the realms of the spirit, God says that he's about to bless the Campbell family. Prophesy. I saw somebody in the Bible called Anna, but God said no, Anne. Tracy Anne. Ah. Prophesy. I saw God taking words and ran with it to the ends of the world. What does he do? Prophesy. Who is like Ogaga, Ogaga? Do you know somebody called Kenny? Kenny, that's me. Is Kenny it? Ogba Ugaga. Kenny. Ogba Ugaga. Professor. Who has a name that starts with like an M? Just said Maria. Maria. <laughs> because I was looking at you there, I'm seeing an M on your forehead. I saw God putting a garment on somebody called Jonathan. My first name. Professor. Professor. In 2013, you are not supposed to be here. You had surgery, major surgery. I looked at you and I saw an x-ray. I saw your body beyond the flesh. And the Lord told me that we need to pray for his lungs. I'm sick right now. Where? In the, in the lungs. You've seen me before. I've never seen you before. How yeah. can I know these things? I know one thing about you, you are real. <laughs> Clariosto improdovida shalakate le mande Provein del kishta agosta alova kalamande le pronde ligista I pray for you in the name of Jesus That the Lord will touch you wherever you are I pray that the sulam anointing shall come upon you as you listen to this prayer I pray that your spiritual ears and your spiritual eyes and your spiritual understanding shall be unlocked this day. I pray that the mysteries of Jehovah God shall be released unto you. I pray that you may know his power, that you may know his love, that you may know his might in your life this day. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. May what was impossible become possible now. Lande le kishta avuka la bronde le kishta vara kia sei. Mevra tufta ika la vande le bronde dia. La clariosto fradeike le kishta avuka talamande. Laisti constelesta in glory fantelino. Mevretita atuva kashuka pravedia amande. 
Langa tita labra de liga oka pavake tila mandele pronde vikate. Zila kusha mevrafia azufeke. Kinkarabasonte lekeya azuke prade kista amandele kushta. Pravakushte ikarabakante le teleba sovare. Makusha arade dia azaka talabante. Mondele kashte iza azuva. Meria azuka dalamande karabatoshte. Kapro sotolomande le keshta azuka ramande. Mavo, mavo, mavo. I pray that my encounters with the Lord will become your encounters. I pray that every single angelic visitation that I've experienced, may the Lord favor you today. May the Lord give you the grace to see the things that I have seen and beyond. I unlock you in the prophetic today. I release the Sulam anointing upon you today. May angels ascend and descend upon you in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. May the Lord be glorified through your life. May the world know that Jesus is alive by reason of him manifesting himself through you. I decree and declare as a prophet of God, there will be a difference from this day. When you stand before people, when you pray, there will be a change that people will know that the Holy Spirit is upon you and he has anointed you to do the work of God, to be a shield for your family, to be a defender of your family. Let it be so now in Jesus' mighty name.